again and we're going to talk about football and we're going to make fun of Kenny and we're going to we're going to, we're going to talk about Kenny too right here you all remember Kenny he was the poet laureate this show and, uh, he's missing missing something a foul something a foul here in Denmark and uh, I'm your host Eddie Jenkins with your other host I have a tear for Kenny. Tear in your beer? Yep. It's a... Is, uh, is, is that a Miller, Miller Lite? Yep, it is a Miller Lite, and um, this is hogging the mic nights, as you like to say. I am drinking a uh, delightful high C Echo Cooler. <laughs> a juice box, it's 80 calories, it tastes like uh, childhood. You sound so excited. I, I just want to like start over and just pump some energy into this. Like, uh, I know you're sad about my Kenny. My monosyllabic tone is not exciting. I, I know you're you're kind of depressed or whatever about Kenny. Uh, you have your theory on why he's not here today, and I think right off the get go, our listeners want to know why he's not on this show. I don't know uh, why you think he's not here. Well, I've had some discussions with Kenny. Um, this was kind of between me and him. But, uh, you know, we offered him to do a season with us. And um, he kind of, he had, he had a good season. He was a pretty popular guy. And he thought he was worth a little more to this podcast than, you know, me and you kind of thought he was. And Are, are you saying he's like Kirk Cousins? I th- I thought we offered him a pretty fair deal, and right, we we offered him uh yeah, so. yeah we offered him five years and like sixteen fifty per year, and uh, he thinks he's worth nineteen fifty a year or or something of the sort. So um, us and his agent had a little disagreement. Yeah, yeah, like that does about right. Does about right. I'm trying to land Please. him to land him to a. Uh, an average amount in your salaries. Uh, if, if only, if only. Uh, I got paid that little. Um, my theory is something, it's, it's quite distressing, Max. Quite distressing. I thought, you know, Kenny and I, we've had many a disagreement. We've, we've shouted, we've, we've taken fingers, we've, We've cursed, but over the course of the preseason, I found out that Kenny, who I who I knew, who I've always known as a Washington Nationals fan, I found out that Kenny, until I believe 2008, 
was, in fact, a Baltimore Orioles fan. And he turned turncoat on his own team, his childhood baseball team, and started cheering for the Washington Nationals. Hmm. So my theory is that Kenny, now Baltimore Ravens fan, Oh, I think he's doing. I think he's doing a, a plucking the Flacco podcast or something. Hmm. So you think he hopped from uh, hating on D'Angelo Hall to hating on Steve Smith Senior per se? Uh probably, probably. But hmm. I, I'm just saying, like, uh, I guess that's pretty disgusting, right? A turncoat. Yeah, fans. I, I would like for you all to um, scour the. Scour the Baltimore Ravens um, podcast. Make sure Kenny's not cheating on us. I mean, that's an interesting he theory. He's gonna have, he's gonna have some uh, nasty purple purple lipstick on his uh, on his shirt collar. I guess we'll find out what is that about uh, week nine or something like that. No, we're on a bye week nine, but uh, week five it looks like. I guess we'll find out who he's really you, you and you and the we. You and the we, always with the we. Are you British? <laughs> Are you French? We what are you talking about <laughs> we. I'm a member of the Washington Redskins. Did you not know this yet? I wish. <laughs> oh man. Um, so we have. I guess we have a lot to talk about today. We've had a full. We? We've had a full off season, which includes draft, preseason, free agency signings. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let's, uh, I, I wouldn't do a uh, longer, uh, maybe. I want to see if I can break my record. That might have been the, the longest one in season two thus far. Let's just talk about, uh, the, the one big free agent signing that happened. The, the Redskins were pretty quiet in free agency until they got another random D'Angelo Hall-like, uh, Fall into the lap type greatest player, uh, that or a player that can make your 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 roster just that much better, like overnight. And Josh Norman, I love Josh Norman. Um, my cousin is from Charlotte, so I always have an eye on the Carolina Panthers because he's always texting me during their Carolina games. Panthers bringing the pain. Exactly. You know. You know how. You know how they are. Uh, the little the little kitty scratch and uh, growl there, but um, you know I watched him all year last year, and my favorite thing about this signing is just how much he frustrates Des Bryant and Odell Beckham. He gets to do that twice a year now. Yeah, as long as he uh, with all the smack he's talked over the off season, as long as he doesn't get burnt, because you know that's all he's gonna hear the first time one of those guys scores a touchdown on him. Even though he's not going to be on them all the time, he's not that type of corner, right? And and we have Breland. Um, it's going to be kind of you know rolling in and out on the top receivers because he's a guy that frustrates people like Des Bryant. But I mean, he he's been called out from the get go on this contract that we signed. Um, basically, Patrick Peterson says. Why are you the top-rated corner on Madden? That should be me. And they they tweeted back and forth a little bit, and uh, because everybody tweets each other these days. Yep. So it it was pretty interesting. Um, and then they showed a picture or a video of Norman getting burnt in camp, and then Norman tweets back a picture of Peterson getting burnt in camp. 
I mean, it's it's camp and it's preseason. Uh, he's getting acclimated to a new team and new. And and if Pierre Garcon, Pierre Garcon, who is an NFL wide receiver, who is playing up against Josh Norman countless number of times in camp, doesn't burn him at least once. And and in in a society where we're filming everything, we're vining everything, we're tweeting everything, we're facebooking everything. Of course somebody got that. And of course it went up. Of course somebody put that on the internet. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's ridiculous. If Garcon or Jackson didn't burn Norman once in camp, cut the wide receivers. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be worried, right? Exactly. So, I mean, it is what and, it is. And, I think and, he's going to be good. Moves. They see each other's moves. How often... <laughs> Very often. I mean, it, this this deal right here, to me, it's it's a corner. It's not one of those stupid Albert Haynesworth paying a hundred million to plug the middle kind of deal. It's let's Playing, get a shutdown corner in a passing league. Uh, wallow in the middle of the field is uh, Mike Vick plies around. Exactly. I mean, if you if you get a chance to get a shutdown corner in the NFL, you do it. And and we jumped on the first opportunity. The Saints were calling his phone while he was at our facility. Uh, and but the question is, who wouldn't let him leave? Was that Scott McGlowan or is that Danny Snyder? Ah, uh, let's hope let's hope know. McGlowan's still um, running the Redskins show. We all know I run the show in real life, but we won't go I there. That, I think that I think that had uh, been decided last last year. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. But um, okay, that's the big free agency signing. What do you think about our draft? What 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 kind of grade would you give our overall draft class? You know, I don't know. Like, uh, can't can't really judge it because the our first rounder set out the whole preseason, preseason and most of camp or <clears throat> all of camp actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you? You really can't get a grade on that, but I mean, do you do you feel good about Josh Norman? He, he uh, I, I think. Josh Norman. I mean, uh, <laughs> Josh Dotson. Sorry, Miller Josh, Light. Miller I, I Light. Mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see what he can do. Uh, will he be a contributor this year? Likely not until maybe mid-season. Uh, I don't. I don't see him picking up the game that quickly. If he does, awesome. I, I hope he's AJ Green. I hope he's uh, Julio Jones. I hope he's that good, but I'm not gonna. I'm not ready to say anything like that about him because I haven't seen anything about him at all. Seems like he um, got rushed into week one. Like, I mean, I won't say rushed because they they were patient with his injury, but they wanted him to be ready for week one. They weren't necessarily saying get get in there in the preseason, but they're like, let's be ready for week one. So I feel like they have some sort of plan for him. Yeah, and somebody was quoted, too, as saying that Josh Doxon was the uh, best athlete they had seen on the field, the field for the Redskins, and he hadn't even been on the field that often. That's encouraging. Um, uh, that, that's encouraging to hear, but uh, I also heard Malcolm Kelly could uh, catch a BB in the dark. <laughs> Where's Malcolm Kelly now? Yeah, he's got a better rapping career than he did football. 
<laughs> You're easily amused, Nick. Easily amused. Um, uh, but yeah, no. I, I I look forward to seeing what he can do. I don't think we're going to see much of him in the Steelers game. He's uh he was I think a full participant in practice the past two days. We're film or we're recording this on a Friday. He's like I said, maybe maybe mid season. We'll we'll see something out of him. Maybe get a, at least a glimpse of what's what's in the future. So you honestly think they're going to wait that long, considering they threw our fourth round pick, Jameson Crowder, to the Wolves from Game One last no, year? No, I'm just saying I don't think he's going to be able to pick it up that quickly after missing all of camp. Gotcha. Just wanted to make I sure. I hope he can. I hope he can. Like uh, that'd be fantastic because the Redskins are loaded at wide receiver. Yeah, I, I think he was almost uh, I, a. I don't, um, I don't think it's a dis, like necessarily like a half two thing. It's kind of like he was an insurance policy uh, going into a couple contract years with Garcon and Jackson, and in, in a sense oh, I too. Mean, chances are Garcon's gone next year, uh, and they if if Jackson proves indispensable and maybe somewhat affordable, he'll be back. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. If he's still, you know talented as, as he is now um then we got we drafted sua craven's number two pick um i really like what i've seen from him so far in the preseason always around the ball yeah he's he was rated the number 12 rookie uh by the nfl uh in the preseason so that's pretty that's pretty good considering what number pick he was and he would have he would have been higher too i think if not for an injury i believe yeah, it slowed him down a little bit, but um, he, he's actually becoming very popular with Redskins fans. His his Twitter is uh, pretty fun to look at if uh, if you follow him. Yeah, I know he's a big Sean Taylor fan, so that's uh, that's always big for Redskins fans. That, that's why he's number thirty six. That's which is kind of weird for a linebacker, right? He's linebacker slash safety, they say. They they've been using him mostly as outside linebacker, but I mean you gotta cover. That's what they that's what they need. They're using what they need. Now, speaking of safeties, I'm I'm pretty excited uh to see if D'Angelo Hall can extend his career just a little bit. Yeah, D'Angelo Hall, can he say that? I can extend his career just a little bit. He, uh, by playing safety. He looks he looks alright thus far. He really does. Um, I think he, la- he always, last he's a he's a player that plays with vision, though. He he kind of extended his career by switching to that position and then excelling at it. Yeah, like, uh, but like, uh, like I said, like he plays with vision. He's always kind of like that's kind of been his fault as a corner, maybe that he plays off and gives such a cushion. I think being able to play uh, with with that type of vision uh, as a safety, um, you might see might even see more interceptions out of him. Really hope so. He's always around the ball. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh at least we love him. I know I know Kenny doesn't, but Kenny Kenny also is uh a Ravens fan. Well if if anybody wants to go back and listen to episode sixteen of last season, uh Kenny actually procre- uh proclaims his love for D'Angelo Hall and Deshaun Jackson. So Oh yeah? Yeah, you just have to listen to the first five minutes of, that's it. Jeez, I don't even remember that. <laughs> that was there. Was terrible. He, he said he'd cook D'Angelo Hall pizzas anytime he wanted. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, that sounds about like Kenny. Ah, oh, Jesus. 
So, um, okay, we, we kind of went through the first couple picks of the draft, big free agency pickup. Um, anything else you want to discuss from the off season, Kirk Cousins or? Um, just, uh, did you agree or disagree with him signing him or not? Like I was all about him proving it again because he had a terrible first half of the season. Second half, he, he was fantastic. There, there's, there was maybe not a better quarterback in football than him in the second half of the season, but can he do it for a full season? It's kind of funny because that that reminds me a lot of Kenny's situation with with this show. It kind of took him a little bit to get going, and and once he did, I mean, he was he was a great host. But um, you know, I, I really like what we did. I, you don't just throw money at a player it's McClellan was quoted saying something of the sort to where if they sign Kirk Cousins to this huge deal with all this guaranteed money that next year they're going to lose four quality players on their team by doing that so why would you want to forfeit four players automatically without somebody proving more than one season that they're the guy he looked in the last eight games like he could be a, easily a top five quarterback in the NFL, but can he translate that whenever he is playing a NFC East winning schedule? We are going to play Arizona. Yeah, We're going to play Carolina. Didn't, didn't didn't play a team with a winning record or beat a team with a winning record. Exactly. Like and and they beat teams that weren't good in the NFC East last. We'll find out real early. We're playing Pittsburgh week one. I mean, like I said, we're playing Carolina. We're playing Arizona. We are playing a lot of tough defenses. We're playing teams that have a proven winning record. So, Kirk, from the beginning through week 17, will be tested, and he will earn every penny of his contract, and he may regret not signing what we offered him. Uh, Possibly. Possibly so. And, uh... Let's go ahead and get into that, too. Like, uh, I personally think they shouldn't have signed him. I, I said that at the end of last season. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced yet. I want to be convinced that would be the, the best-case scenario for the Redskins. And let's, let's talk about the season. Like, it, it is a NFC's first-place NFC's champion schedule. And it starts off with a big game on Monday night. And the Redskins aren't very good on Monday night. <laughs> they're not very good at Monday night in FedEx. No, they're their not. Is, their, record, their record is abysmal. It started off with a win against the Cowboys way back when and has gone terrible, terrible ever since. I hate to say and, this. This brings shades of 2012. Um, or, no, it was 2013 season. The, the last time we let off on Monday night football, we – Started off with the game against the Eagles. We went up 7 nothing on a D'Angelo Hall scooped fumble. And then we just ended up getting drilled. And That was uh, RG3's uh, all-in for uh, week one year. Yes, exactly. <laughs> week one, yeah. So it's kind of scary. I'm kind of feeling the same way about this game. I don't want to get too excited about it. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really uh, convinced with a lot of what I saw from the first-team offense in the preseason. Uh, and especially in the the last uh, or the third third preseason game, were they trying game. to trying to not show anything? 
Uh, yeah, but I, I wasn't impressed with, the, I, I guess, some of the execution on some of the things they were doing. You know what I mean? Uh, it just looked a little sloppy. Like, uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and even in like uh, in Kirk with the uh, the, the last uh, home uh, preseason game, with, uh, he looked terrible there for the first bit. Just terrible. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, uh, he, he ended up doing okay, though. Yeah, I mean, it ended up getting better. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully that's uh, not his uh, his thing, because that's that that was his season last year. Let me go ahead and say, if we win, we set a really good tone going into the rest of the season. If we lose, I don't think anybody's going to be really surprised. Um, I just want to see us get our stuff straight for week two, most importantly. Oh, that's that's easy. Uh, what what do you think? Uh, week one. What are you giving them? Um, week one, um, I've I've honestly been back and forth, back and forth on this. Um, like Norman covering Brown and then having Breland to spell him makes me feel a little better about this game. I think we can uh, at least keep the game close. I just, I for whatever reason, I don't get the sense that we're going to win this game. You don't think so? No, I really, I really am feeling a loss coming. I don't know why. I hope they surprise me. I really do. You're so negative. What do you think? Uh, I think I've, I've kind of, uh, I gave you guys earlier this week a best case and a worst case scenario. Um, my best case, uh, this is a win. I, I've got some, I've got some, uh, some games that I think are just a win. Like, no matter what, pretty much. I've got some games that uh, could be a win or a loss. You know, best case, worst case scenario. My right. best case scenario, this game is a win. My worst case, this game is a loss. Yeah, same here. I mean, I could see us winning it, and I could see us losing it. Uh, there's, It's going to be one of those games, honestly, in my opinion, that goes either way based on su- stuff such as turnovers and penalties and stuff like that. I think it'll be close. All right, Cowboys... I think we should both just go ahead and say win. Win. It's a win. Uh, I'm not. I'm not impressed with anything. He's a fourth round quarterback. Whatever. Whatever. Best case. Worst case. That's a win. Colt uh, McCoy looked game, just as good in the preseason as Dak Prescott. I, that I was hoping they would offer a second. <laughs> After <laughs> Sam Bradford got traded, I was hoping they'd offer a second for Colt McCoy. That would have been great. Uh, Giants. Uh, best case. Worst case. I got a W there too. I think like I think the Redskins either way are going to be fine in the NFC East for the most part. Um, at New York Giants, I, I'm feeling a win. Uh, that's the only, the game there would be the only possibility for a loss against the Giants. I don't see us losing at home against them, but I'm going to go with the W. Two and one, uh, two and one, I'm, right I'm there. Best case, worst case, W there. Next game, best case and worst case, I've got an L. No, that's not because I love RG3. I'm actually kind of disappointed in him, like uh, stepping out on his uh, baby mama, getting a tattoo on his forearm, the size of his forearm, <laughs> for some random girl whose DMs he slid up in. That's kind of disgusting. Uh, after he proclaimed himself some sort of Christian family man, uh, but you know that's his personal life. That's not for me to choose or me to judge. But uh, I, I, I would have cheered for him this season if. He wasn't such a shithead. <laughs> um, but I think that it would be so Redskins 
to lose this game, and I think they will, in my best case and worst case scenario. It just would be so Redskins. Just just so the, the drama doesn't go away. I understand what you're saying. Um, I don't know if RG3's ACL will even hold up that long, personally. But even if it does, I see the story going down in my head as we sack RG3 relentlessly as he tries to run, and we beat the Browns. We'll see. Uh, next game is the Ravens at Baltimore. Uh, best case, I got a W here. Worst case, I got a loss. The Ravens, I think, will be better this year. Obviously, Flacco will be back. Yeah, they 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 will be better. Um, I always have a good feeling about this game going into it for whatever reason, and they always manage to lose. Um, they won in twenty twelve. Yeah, I know, and uh, that, that was, was that was the Kirk uh, Kirk OT game. That, yep, that's what I was getting ready to say. They uh, they gave me a bad feeling about that game for whatever reason that season. Uh, I was sitting there watching it. I think at a house of beer somewhere, and uh, I thought we were going to lose, and we won. Uh, this time, I think we're going to win, and we're probably going to lose. So I'm going to give us the loss. I was uh, I was watching that game, sitting in the lower level sideline for the first time, sitting next to this really hot girl named Arrington. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't was know. that the name on the back that. of her shirt? Like I no that that was her name. I like uh I'd sold the tickets uh, beside me or no I bought the ticket from them, like through something. But, yeah, it wasn't was, like, Lavar oh, Arrington. It, yeah, yeah, and that's and I was like that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like Arrington Lavar Arrington. I was like I bet you wear an uh, Lavar Arrington jersey. And then when I met her, she was she was wearing a Hawker shirt. Did she visit Eddington? No, no, no. Like, uh, her her parents were uh, were lovely, lovely older uh, Christian folk. Well, that's nice. Uh, very nice. So uh, while you sip on your jukebox, I'll go ahead and... Uh, I've treated to... her to due respect a lady deserves. <laughs> Absolutely. you got to take her out on a couple dates. Um, we'll go into week six here. Um, we're going to the Philadelphia Eagles game. This one's at win. home. Easy win. Uh, next week after that... Lions in Detroit win. In Detroit, Lions don't even have Calvin Johnson to give Norman a hard time win. That's no brainer. And then all the way across the pond in merry old England, we have the Bengals. And I've got that best case and worst case a loss. Do you still have in your head the time that we went up to Cincinnati and uh, where we met Kenny for the first time? Yeah, and I still act like I've never met Kenny before, but I apparently met Kenny there. I didn't even know it. Uh, who who knew what our future was going to hold? But uh, <laughs> that was a good time. I think me, you, and the whole real deal, B Cox, went up there, and uh, we lost, but. I think we'll lose this Mike one too. Sellers. Mike Sellers. Mike Sellers. Mr. Two one yard fumbles. Yeah. One yard line fumbles, rather. Uh, we. Uh, yeah. Uh, loss. I just think uh, they they know there's a personal history with Jay Gruden. 
the Bengals are overall a better football team than the Redskins. Not saying the Redskins won't be a better football team soon. I think they're on their way to being a pretty good football team. They've got a lot more depth than they've had. But I think the Bengals are a Super Bowl contender this year. I don't, but um, like you said, the history with Jay Gruden, also Marvin Lewis was our old defensive coordinator. And And then they have a bye week. They got that. That's easy. And that's nice. That's a good. That's a good week. That's when we can rest. We can slumber, and we can not watch other football, or we can watch other football. We can put that game mix channel up and watch all the football, all at once. That's what I'm planning on doing. It's like you're a football god or something. <laughs> it's kind of like whenever we play on Monday nights. Uh, Sunday, I don't. I don't care what games on the TV. I just want to watch a good game. It always tend to, for whatever reason watch an NFC East game, I guess, because that matters to us, but... Uh, yeah, that's usually what I do. That's usually what I do. Uh, I, I will, uh, I'll probably be watching the Browns versus the Eagles. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens there in, in many ways. Yep, but that's going to be on my big TV. I'm going to have another small TV on the Red Zone channel. That sounds about right, like Mr. Uh, Moneybags here. Oh, yeah. TVs. That's why... You <laughs> That's why Kenny wants a bigger paycheck. Something. Uh, and after that, after coming back from Merry Old England and then having a bye week, they've got the Vikings, and I've got that. I don't. I don't care who their quarterback is. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I think I think we can easily take care of the Vikings. They have a good defense, but Sam Bradford is a uh, he likes to throw to the Redskins. <laughs> uh yeah. He he also likes to dice them up when he's. Uh, also, after that, they like to stick around the North. They're going to play a rematch on Sunday Night Football. A rematch of last year's wildcard playoff game against the Packers. Best case, worst case, I still have that down as a loss. I think the Packers are just a better football team. I'm glad it's not at Lambeau. Um, but I had a good feeling about that game in the playoffs. I think I, th- I think we match up um, decent with the Packers with a good defensive line, but I don't see much change on our defensive line, and I think basically the same thing can happen. Loss. Ah, exactly. And then the Cowboys again on Thanksgiving, and I think we can eat and get get all that tryptophan up in our system, flop all those. Uh, those uh, potatoes back into our jowls and and rest assured that our Redskins will come away with a victory. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm not because we're hogs. Get it? That's why. That's why we're slopping in our jowls. Yeah, you know. You know. The only thing that worries me is we we talked about this last year. Is like the bet the best team doesn't nor- like normally win both games in this. I mean, sometimes they do, but like some somehow when we were awful. We would always find a way to beat the Cowboys one of the two games. Um, they, they did it in 2012. Yeah, I think they'll do it. I, I really do. I'm going ahead and giving us a win there. It just uh, I, I'll have that in the back of my mind. And as much as I think the Redskins are better than the Cowboys, I do not think they're better than the Cardinals. The defense is just too good. Uh, the, the offense isn't too bad. As long as Carson Palmer doesn't get hurt, I think they'll be fine. Even if he does get hurt, I think they could still they could still very easily uh, make their way to the playoffs. That's how good that defense is. 
Yeah. Give the Redskins a loss and a best case worst case against the Cardinals. Uh, I'm giving the Redskins their very last loss of the season against Arizona. Ooh, that's a don't even have to don't even have to ask you the the rest of them. Nope, not at all. Kirk Cousins is going to come on at the end of the season. It won't matter against Arizona, but um, all right, we'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and mow these down. Eagles, I give the Redskins a win. You say you give them a win. Panthers. You on Monday Night Football, you give the Redskins a win. I give them a loss. I don't think they're better than the than the Panthers. I don't think they win. Uh, I think I think Cam makes them look silly again. We always lose at Carolina. We don't lose at Washington. We'll see. We'll see. I think they beat the Bears. The Bears aren't good. It might be good sometime soon, but not now. And I think the Redskins beat. Beat the Giants. Uh, in best case scenario, worst case scenario, they lose to the Giants. Do you have? It seems like if the Redskins are going to run the gamut and like uh, just uh, beat everybody uh, and lose one game in the NFC East, it's always the Giants. Do you do you have any sort of feeling that this Week 17 game could mean something? I have best case uh, the Redskins 11 and five. Uh, worst case, I have them eight and eight. So maybe. If it's somewhere in the middle, maybe. Um, I really feel like the Giants are our only threat in the East this year. Oh, I, I think they're second place. I, I give the Redskins first place, uh, Giants uh, second place, Eagles third place, and the Cowboys in the cellar. Yep, sounds about right to me. Dak Prescott's not that good. I I, I don't think he is. All these preseason heroes, ask us. Marcus Mason, what that's doing for him. Yeah, exactly. And ask the Redskins what um, being the preseason champions has done for yeah, them. Yeah, ask, uh, ask us, these Furrier, about that. Exactly. Never forget Osaka. Well, and you the, know what I won't ever forget? What's that? To keep my pocket straight. And you know how I can't forget to keep my pocket straight? Commercials. Commercials, yeah. I got this card here. This card says, hey, commercial break. So, hey, we're going to commercial break right now. Hey, y'all. It's me, Rodney St. George, the owner and proprietor of Magnus and Such. It's the dog days of summer, but we've got a way for you to beat the heat. Our annual end of summer sale. Heading to the beach soon? Come on in and stock up on everyone's favorite summertime snack, iceberg lettuce. It's got ice right in the name, so you know it'll be refreshing to bite into when you're sitting on the beach soaking up the sun. Also, if you run out of sunscreen, you can just get some rubber bands and strap a bunch of lettuce leaves to your face and body to protect you from harmful UV rays. The end of summer also means that the little ones will be heading back to school soon, and you know you're going to need the number one item on all teachers' supply lists, paper. Magnets and such has any kind of paper you could want. College ruled? I got it. Graphing paper? I got that too. Papyrus? I don't have it in the store, but I got a guy in Egypt. I can get it for you. But be warned, we do not carry other school supplies. It's just paper. We don't have pens. We don't have pencils, folders, backpacks. It's just paper. Stop asking. For the love of God, stop asking. We just carry paper and lettuce. It's right in the name. So before that chill in the air arrives, end your summer the right way with a visit to us here at Magnets and Such. Come on down to 
search, let us sell you some paper and let us This is co-host of Hog in the Mic, Max Bacon. You heard right, my name's Bacon, and you've also heard that bacon goes good on everything, right? So you know my opinion's valid. I'm here to tell you about Home Team Scouts. Home Team Scouts is a site that's here for anyone and everyone who's ever wanted to be an NFL scout and those who enjoy the fun challenge of NFL fantasy predictions and simulators. Go like their page on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. Sign up on their website. Participate in the discussions. I promise you won't be let down. Want some wrestling excitement? Uh, we'll snap into an episode of the Blue Bard Cage, yeah. Retro pay-per-view breakdowns, body slam in action, and all sorts of other shenanigans. So get on your Google machine and head on over to BlueBardCage.com. Yeah, find us in iTunes or on your favorite podcasting app. Dig it! Holy cow. Holy cow. Another season. Another poem, but you're saying another poem, Marcus P. Hazelnut's not there. It's not. He's been replaced by a computer. A computer, I say. It's kind of like an auto draft. <laughs> an, an auto, uh, an auto poem. <laughs> what's the what's the poem say we're punching in a few words into a generator and uh we're gonna see what kind of poem we can come up with let me find it here we got it uh the name of the poem apparently is kenny kenny's football <laughs> i know a place that's paradise for gamesters of all sorts for young and old competitors, for in and outdoor sports. The tournaments get underway each Saturday at dawn. I guess Sunday too. Uh, with board games on the carpet and baseball on the lawn. There's poker played for bottle caps and football just for kicks. Plus, every other kind of thrill from jacks to pick up sticks. No tiddly winks, though. <laughs> uh, this living room, Las Vegas, this backyard, Astrodome, it's always where the action is. And best of all, it's greater. Interesting. Um, that sounds like something. I think you found where Kenny gets his poems from. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I think that might have been better than any of his poems. <laughs> and it was pretty terrible. Oh, man. I, I think I I'm going to have to be the, that poem the poet laureate. We'll just, I mean, I I can't give Kenny the kind of money he wants. I think I'm just going to have to start writing all the poems. Then uh, Kenny will have to do uh, Kenny's uh, sizzling uh, uh, kosher sticks, kosher, kosher sausages or something. I can't remember what it was. Something about turkey bacon or something. I have no idea. Terrible. Speaking of, I think it's time for another lovely rendition of... Max Bacon's Six Sizzling Keys to Victory. Oh, listen to that bacon sizzle. Hit me with the first slice. 
number one, and most importantly, we're going to have to slow down Brown. Antonio Brown is, he is a, a absolute stud, could be possibly, I don't even know if it's possibly the best wide receiver in the NFL. Um, regardless of what you do against him, he's going to get catches, he's going to get yards, he's going to get a touchdown. So uh, just slow him down some in some way. Uh, I agree. Um, apparently Ben Roethlisberger told him not to let Josh... Uh, uh, Jesus. Uh, to let 24's trash talk get inside his head uh, earlier this week, which I thought was pretty funny. That is good. I wonder if I wonder if he's that good of a trash talker. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to hear his trash talk. Hopefully, he gets mic'd up sometime this season. I wonder if he's as good as D. Hall. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, unless he's carrying a pizza. <laughs> that one. That one was for Kenny. You know, he's a traitor. Uh, how about the second slice of bacon? We're gonna kind of uh, switch from defense to offense, a little back and forth here. Um, I think the most important thing is we see. The second half of 2016, Kirk Cousins. I hope so. That'd be best case scenario. Like I said, I know I've been somewhat of a uh, Kenny said a Kirk Cousins hater. Not a Kirk Cousins hater. I say I say a Kirk Cousins reservist. Realist. Reserve. Yeah, realist. I I I'm withholding my opinion until I see something more consistent. Hopefully, we start to see that Monday night. Absolutely. Give me, give me that, uh, that other, that, that next slice of bacon, bacon there. We're gonna sizzle on into King on D'Angelo Williams a little bit. Uh, they don't have Le'Veon Bell, so they will give him a workload, and he reminds me a lot of a Eddie Lacy type running back, and I just have shades of that in my head from last year, so I don't want to see it happen again. We'll see again. Uh, they are a bit unimproved on the. Defensive line, maybe they're better than we're, we're giving them. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I hope I hope they can stop the run this year. Yeah, we have the kind of the ends of the line sealed up with Kerrigan and um, Preston Smith. But, um, you know, outside of Chris Baker, there's a couple question marks there in the middle. Exactly. And they got rid of Pot Rose after just one season. New England, he's still out there? Yeah, they, uh, as far as I know, he's still out there, and Chris Baker was kind of wanting him to come back to the team again, so we'll see. Uh, Yeah, like, uh, I I thought that 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 might be a possibility, but uh, I'm I'm a little bit surprised that uh, he got cut, but I guess nothing should be surprising with the Patriots. Hit me with that fourth slice of bacon. The fourth slice of bacon is we need to see Matt Jones establish his run game, make people fear him, and hold on to the ball because that was his biggest concern last year. Uh, yeah, and it looked like Matt Jones was a full go at practice the past two days. Again, we're recording this on Friday. Uh, that's good news for the Redskins because they don't have much behind him. Hopefully he stays healthy. I know that he wants him to be um, Scott, Scott McLuhan being that he in this situation wants Matt Jones to be his beast mode here in Washington. Is, um, uh, what's his name? 
well, I don't even I don't even want to go there, but <laughs> I, this wasn't where I was going with this, but uh, I miss you, Alfred. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. Don't don't want to talk about that. Uh, yeah. No, I was going to ask uh, Chris Thompson. Um, is he supposed to be his spell, or is it Robert Kelly? Uh, Chris Thompson is actually pretty good as a uh, a pass blocker. Um, and as you've seen, he was pretty good on third down. Uh, I think we'll see a decent amount of Chris Thompson. I just know a guy his size is not going to be your your bell cow. He's going to yeah. be a guy that can come in and give you a change of pace. I don't think he's going to be a four down back though, or a three down back. No, no, there's there's not a chance. He's like more like a Sproles. Yeah, exactly. And I think he can be very good though. Yeah, he he very absolutely good. can. Uh, how about that fifth slice of bacon? Fifth slice. Uh, we got to put the pressure on Big Ben. If uh, he gets hit, it kind of seems like he gets a little Tackle shaken. Him. Yeah, yeah. Tackle him. Wrap him up. He's huge. Yes. Wrap him up. Jesus, wrap him up. He he really is like a the real Big Ben. He's like a freaking tower. So hit him, knock him down. I don't think Kerrigan or... Smith will have any problem with that, but uh, I, I want to see the HBK pose over and over. I want to see it so much that he's known for it more than the heartbreak hit Shawn Michaels Monday night. How <laughs> many times I want to see him sag him? Yes, sir. I'd love to see that too. You know what else I need? I need that six slice of bacon. Hit me with that grease. Make it pop up and singe my eyebrow hair. Golly, I've I've had that happen a few times. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, spread the ball around, but I really feel like we need to lean on Jordan Reed. Uh, absolutely. He's one of the best receivers in the league, uh, and he's not even a receiver. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. I would say maybe second to Gronkowski, and he's not even had a full season starting. If he can stay healthy this season, this is the biggest season of Jordan Reed's career. I think it has breakout written all over it. He broke out last year, but he could... I, he'll be a household name after this season. I'm talking about breakout, breakout. He could establish himself as the new, but better, Rob Gronkowski. He, but he is so hard to listen to. Like on the radio, I can't do it. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's, he is not a good listener, I will say that, but he is a fantastic tight end. You can be boring as you can be, or... Whatever, whatever reason he's hard to listen to, as long as you're catching balls and scoring touchdowns for the Redskins, I don't care what you're doing. Oh, jeez. All right. Now, it's time for the most exciting part of the show. It's where we give our picks and we talk about Vegas. What's the line on this game? What is Vegas giving the Redskins? I mean, they're at home, coming off the NFC Championship. Who are the Steelers? Nobody cares about them. Redskins definitely be favored right absolutely not uh pittsburgh yes uh pittsburgh is favored by three a field goal and uh so the redskins are getting three at home right they're getting three at home but the public is very very heavy so far on pittsburgh that's fine i mean the redskins deserve it honestly uh their record 
And Monday night games, their record in home opening Monday night games, they're not very good. Hopefully, they can prove that to be uh, a, a past Redskins thing, and this is the new Redskins, and because uh, they've got a, they got a couple they got a couple primetime games. Yeah, it's the McClellan era. We could set a tone really early in the season. If we get this win, uh, we're heading towards the Eddie best case scenario, eleven and five. If we get this loss, I'm feeling more like a nine and seven, ten and six season. Um, I think yeah, they, it's going to be were, somewhere they in there. They were one of the uh, they were the uh, worst case loss for me. They yeah. were. Yep. Um, over under, we're looking at 50, uh, which is actually a decently high NFL total. Nice. You got any money on this game? You got any prop bets? Got anything weird? Not yet. I'm, I'm going to kind of scope it out. I'm, I'm not a big fan of um, betting when I think the Redskins are going to lose. Um, other they than any weird, they got any weird prop bets on this game? Um, I, I honestly haven't looked into it. I'm sure coming into Monday, uh, a lot of the time they don't release when it's Monday night game coming in, uh, coming into the weekend. But um, I'd say there will be on Monday. I, I'd about guarantee it. All right, I want uh, ten dollars on Ben Roethlisberger uh, sharding his pants. <laughs> can, you, can you in on that action? I wonder how much that pays. I'm sure uh, enough. Um, <laughs> I, I buy a new pair of slacks. I just got a breaking news alert from ESPN. Um, looks like Kenny Alvo has just signed a franchise tender and should uh, should be on the second episode if he's ready. Um, looks like Hog in the Mic is going to test his abilities in practice this week and. Um, there's a possibility he will be on week two. I, I doubt he. Uh, I doubt he passes his conditioning test because he's probably been playing with the Titans. Oh man, he also. I'm. I'm thinking so because he, his prediction just came in. He says Pittsburgh is going to win this ball game, 28-21. Ah, uh, that sounds about right. He's a, he's a negative Nancy. And Pittsburgh happens to be in the Ravens division. I'm going to be, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, he, and he, he wants the uh, Ravens to have the, the glory of beating the Steelers, not the Redskins. Um, I'm going to go with the Redskins winning. I'm going to go with my best-case scenario. Oh, it's a new the season, Redskins a little new win. optimism. The Redskins are going to win. Yeah, that didn't turn out too well whenever I picked the Redskins last year. Redskins are going to win 31-17. to 17. Oh, nice. Uh, so... So are you thinking it's going to be like we start off hot and then hold them off at the end a little bit, or is it going to be... No, the Redskins are going to be cold in the beginning, and then they're going to catch on, and it's just going to be like wildfire. Gotcha. They seem like a a slow burn type team. I'm kind of feeling the same way um, in a sense that the Redskins will start slow. Uh, I just don't think they'll quite catch up. I'm going to say 27... 27 to 24, and uh, little Hopkins missed field goal Carolina style at the end. Ah, jeez. Poor Graham Gano. Yeah, that's why we cut him. He wasn't clutch. Nah, he wasn't. Of course, uh, a lot lot of uh, Redskins ex-kickers are getting cut these days. Uh, Kai Forbath also got cut. I did like Kai, mostly because... I like to uh, shout his name and chase people's legs. I don't think um, 
Sweezum is kicking for Pittsburgh anymore, is he? I'm not sure what old Swiss Ham's doing. Uh, I'm sure he'll get booed. Yeah, <laughs> if, he is. if he's there, absolutely. We're ex-kicker uh, you, as they say in college. Uh, yeah, they, they used to all go on and be better, though. Yeah. What? Uh, uh, oh, well, here we are. Here we are at the end of an episode. It's the end. Man, it's 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 sad when it ends, but um, I think we're going to go play some Mario Kart or something. Uh, probably, probably. So here we are at the end of the, our first season, or our first episode of season two, and it has been so glorious. I hope you three listeners enjoyed it so much, hearing our soothing voices, especially Max's. He, he loves listening to it. That's why I talk so much. Right, Max? <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to our episode. That's why I talk so much. I listen to our episode daily after we film it until the new one comes out. You know, I, I don't have a life or anything. Me either. It's uh, that's that's why we do this. And I'm your host Eddie Jenkins for your other host. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Okay, yeah, Max Bacon saying. <laughs> uh, remember, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. See ya. Bye. To contact Hog in the Mic, search for us and find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hog in the Mic. Or send us an email at hogginthemic at gmail.com. <laughs>